You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. Kiama Community Radio is proud to present to you Any of the Airlines. Written, produced and performed by Neil Riley. Episode 5. Having completed spook school and cut it sharp after a couple of close shaves, I'll tell you about them later, I was on my way home from Europe six months after graduation. Although the flight was not a long one, I was beat. Short haul from Frankfurt, secure a rusky spook mid-flight, serve 38 dinners to 39 passengers. For Pete's sake, one of the boys in catering gonna learn to count. The glamorous young face of Miss Stewardess Spy had become a bleary-eyed hag as we touched down in Prestwick Airport, Glasgow, Scotland. Somewhat off-Broadway, but a common refueling point for many transatlantic European flights. It was cold, old, and smelt like cabbage, and so did I. The East Glen Connie was called Heimlich. He was a tough customer, straight out of central casting, with a scar right across his puss and an attitude to match. He was a passenger in the first part of my two-part orders, and they were to secure him and pass him over to the Limey Soldiers. Part two was some kind of escort duty. Now, Heimlich was sat in the C2 near the aisle, not suspecting a thing. I was serving him his sour burden, and then the louse complained that it was cold. So I thought, now's my chance. I gave him a rabbit punch to the side of the kraut neck. Not exactly a move from the Flying the Friendly Skies hostess primer, but it got the job done and early in the flight. I dragged him unconscious to the galley. I explained to his fellow flyers, Wimpipe blocked, <laughs> had to dislodge, I could have choked, desert anyone? As he came to, I said, Sorry about that maneuver, Heinrich, but I thought your trachea was obstructed. Then why then did you cuff me? Why did you put the handcuffs on me? Well, so you wouldn't use that luger on me, I explained removing the gun from his coat. So here I was, spy captured, flight duty done, in the vast freezing boondocks of Scotland, when I realized that no one had arranged my stateside escort trip home. Sandy McTavish was my contact here, a ginger-haired Scot the size of Loch Lomond. As I passed over Heimlich, I asked him about my flight home. McTavish made some noises, like a bathtub emptying, and then pointed to the large military transport on the tarmac. It was a Corvair C-131 Samaritan, you know, like the old DC-3s. It was painted a merry olive drab, and the technicians crawled all over the old bird. As I meandered towards the green kite, a cute NP, with white gaiters, gloves, belt and helmets, stood in my way. Hiya, handsome, I offered. Am I going to escort you home, good buddy? He thrust the business end of his M1 into my face. And I responded, hold up there, cowboy. We're on the same side. 
A kind of sneer crept over his face and he said, Move back, sister. I bet you say that to all the girls. I'm not kidding. He pushed the muzzle into my face. Do you know what this is? And do you know what it can do to nosy Parkers? As I moved slowly backwards, I went to raise my hands. Then, as per my training, I grabbed the muzzle, twisted my weight around, forcing the barrel down and the butt up, catching the MP in his perfect lantern jaw, and the weapon span out of his hands. I grabbed it, reversed arms, and with the weapon pointed at the MP, I said, Yep, it's a thirty caliber gas-operated semi-automatic clip-fed rifle. Now, if you're not nice to me, I can put eight holes in that dreamy face of yours. Just when I was releasing the safety catch, a tall sergeant called out from the cabin door of the plane. Hey, George, what are Sam Mills doing? Well, this, this fan was getting too close to the plane. I, I challenged her, and I, I told her to skedaddle, and, and then, then she stole my gun, M.P. George explained. Now, I thought the M.P. was cute, but this sergeant... Oh, he was the cat's pajamas. He had deep blue eyes, a sultry mouth, a pompadour haircut, and looked like he was just poured into that uniform. He spoke to me in a languid Mississippi drawl. When you're all finished with my guard, can I have my rifle back, please, ma'am? This was no ordinary dog-faced leatherneck GI. Okay, here you go, George, I said and gave him the gun. Thank you very much. Sergeant Sexy said in one syllable. Y'all, Annie? Yes. Why don't you come on up here, and we can all go home. Okay. I walked up the gantry, and he said, Come and meet Priscilla. We're going home. <laughs> Two years' occupation in Freeburg, and if I don't go stateside soon, I'm going to blow a fuse. As the crooked smile grew out of those perfect lips, I knew then this was the second part of my orders, and let me tell you, I, I thought I must have been dreaming. But I'm going to follow that dream wherever that dream may lead me. Priscilla who, I asked. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kaima Community Radio.